Hey there, I'm Sarita, and you're about to experience the modern approach to well-being where you get to establish the best and most important relationship you will ever have, the one with yourself. I'm on a mission to help you declutter energy and reclaim your power so you can be a magnet to what you desire. If you're looking for the optimal blend of mindset and healing, you're in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to share tools, resources, and practices that will help you along your healing journey. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So welcome to Back to Here with Sarita. Let's get started. Hey you, I'm so happy you're here with me for another episode via my podcast. And if you are joining me for the first time, a total welcome, welcome to you. This podcast launched back in January of this year, and it has literally been my favorite thing to do within my business. And it's been so exciting to see the downloads increase every single week, every time somebody shares something. And it just gets me so excited. Somebody found me recently on Google and finding me on YouTube. So it's so exciting that this podcast is influencing and impacting so many of you. So thank you so much for being here today. And I love coming here and sharing wisdom with you along with my own personal experiences of like healing, mindset, self-love, manifestation, you know, all the things that I'm totally on board with. So that reminds me of this particular episode is about self-love, mindset, and manifestation within a relationship. And it's been a little while awaited because I've had some people message me and let me know they wanted me to start opening up more around my life when it comes to manifestation. And what I love about manifestation, I mean, there's so many things I love about it, but I have personally practiced and implemented it into my life for the last three years. And it's allowed me to manifest some really cool stuff, actually. Things like uh, two new homes, free gym membership, cups of coffee, amazing friends, just opportunities that have come my way, not to mention large sums of cash. So I'm like really, really excited to be sharing this part of me with you. So in this episode, I want to talk all things self-love, mindset, manifestation when it comes specifically to dating and relationships. And so I wanted to mention to you that no matter what kind of dynamic you're in right now, if you're single, dating, or in a committed relationship, or even a situationship, this episode will cover it all because I have been on both sides of the coin for the last few years. So in creating this episode, I was trying to figure out where to start. So I think I'm going to begin when I was actually in a relationship and what my self-love and mindset and manifestation look like, and then I'll get into maybe the more juicy stuff, which is my like dating <laughs> in the last like few months. So as you know, or may not know, uh, I was in an eight-year relationship, and I did open up about that in episodes, I believe, six and seven. And so that relationship I was in for eight years, I ended up breaking off about two years ago. Just reflecting on this relationship when it comes to these topics, during the better part of the relationship, I had absolutely no concept or knowledge around mindset and manifestations, subconscious programs, like, you know, all the things. I knew logically what self-love was and self-care was, 
And I was doing things to give myself like downtime for self-care. But I had little understanding of how it affected me like long-term and the way that I was operating. And so looking back at my relationship and the woman that I was in that eight-year relationship, I know at the time I was trying my best to just like get by. And I was juggling all the layers that were expected of me. And that is kind of the funny thing, right? Is that I was doing and being what was expected of me. So I kind of went along with everything because I didn't realize that I had my own power and I didn't realize that I could break away from the mold. I was incredibly, at the time, just kind of reflecting on this, I was incredibly concerned about the way that I looked. And I'm not talking about my physical appearance. Yes, that was important to me, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how other people perceive me. I was really, really concerned about how I was looking. I was incredibly scared about looking messy and not having my shit together. And so it was really interesting. The harder and harder I put energy and effort into trying not to be that way, the more things actually started to fall apart around me. Let's take a step back a little bit because I want to talk about something really important when it comes to mindset and subconscious beliefs. So within that relationship, I had, well, not even in the relationship, just in general, I had numerous subconscious beliefs that played out like, and these are just some examples because I had many and I still have many, but things like I need to work really hard. Uh, Another one was if I don't do it, nobody else will. Um, Another one is nobody understands me. And so these are just a few of the beliefs that kept me really unhappy in my relationship dynamic because those were the primary ones that were created in me and so they were manifesting in my reality. So they were dictating a lot of the way that I was operating. And the funny thing is that all I did was complain about my environment, meaning what I was man- what was manifesting in front of me was because of those beliefs that I had in my subconscious. I would get really upset about things like I would have to be the one that cleaned up after everybody or when I voiced my opinions and desires for things to change, I truly believe that no one would understand me because that's what had happened to me my whole entire life. And so it was like anytime I spoke up, I got shut down. Anytime I had a good idea, I was told there was another way. And so it got to the point because those beliefs dictated, you know, the way that I operated, it got to the point where I just gave up. I gave up in my relationship and I decided, oh, well, Sarita, this is a life that was given to you. You just got to take it. And what I didn't get was that not the environment needed to change, but that I wasn't taking responsibility for my actions. And I'm not saying that there wasn't responsibility on the other person. I'm just saying that there was a level of victim that I was playing out and how little responsibility I was taking for my own life. I didn't know that I could create my my reality by shifting myself at the identity, identity level. And it all begins with this really deep level of self-love work. Honestly, in my relationship, I was really void of self-love. I became really bitter because I was unhappy with my body. I was not sleeping. I was unhappy at my corporate job. 
and all the things. Honestly, if I had known about self-love and manifesting, I know things would have been a lot easier. And so now, as a more healed version of myself who heavily practices self-love, I know how imperative it is to stand up for myself, pursue my dreams, take ownerships of my actions, live life more in alignment with myself and my desires, do things that light me up, be a better communicator, not be a people pleaser, and also a big one for me is just not seeking validation. And so what's important to remember here is that through the deeper level work of unpacking layers, retraining your subconscious beliefs, shifting your identity, things can very much manifest in your favor. So let's go a little farther into that identity I just was sharing with you. So looking from the outside in, someone could say, yeah, yeah, Sarita, that makes total sense. You're a people pleaser. You're seeking validation. You didn't speak up for yourself. It's because you're adopted. You're raised by a mother who is of a different race than you. You have abandonment issues. Um, It's caused you to have anxious attachments and then avoid things when they get hard. I mean, yeah, all the things. I'm not a psychologist, but (laughs) pretty much sums me up, right? And those have been the exact patterns that I've been unwinding myself from all these years. But I have to say one key thing that I want to point out is that if I hadn't gotten into relationships with these men, I would have never seen these patterns. I would These patterns would never have come up for me. Maybe they would have come up in different scenarios like at a job or a career or like within my business, but not in the same way that they did or have within a relationship dynamic. I would never know they existed without these experiences. And so more recently, I noticed a huge pattern between myself and a friend of mine whom I rekindled a more intimate friendship with about two years ago that made my jaw drop in disbelief. So a little background, both of us are adopted and we played out very similar patterns of behavior. And in his words, we trauma bonded together a lot. It was a relationship I was very much invested in and took a lot of time and energy to show up as like a more perfect version of myself. Remember, I was just talking about that, like the need to look good. And I was doing that in order to be accepted by him. I noticed that when I was acting in line with what he was considered to be acceptable, I was being seen, I was being admired by him, I was being complimented, I was being loved. But the moment that I stepped outside of that, aka I was messy, vocalized my opinions, stepped into like the more wild woman, I was then ridiculed and made to feel less than enough. And okay, I know we can sit here and say nobody should ever make you feel less than what you're worth. And that makes sense in, you know, in reality. But then what happens when this actually plays out in a relationship? We can say that and believe it on the concept level, but where are you really, like, where is this really acting out in your life? And I didn't even realize that it was. I didn't even notice that it was in this relationship because I was so hyper-focused on the end result, aka being a couple and spending the rest of our lives together, instead of focusing on the matter at hand, which is how I showed up in the relationship, right? Obviously, the dynamic, you know, there was a larger dynamic going on, his responsibility, the responsibility of both of us together in a relationship, but I'm talking specifically in this podcast episode about our responsibility in relationships. 
mind you, I had already been through an eight-year relationship with a partner and had good years of healing under my belt, but the shitty thing was those patterns made their way back into my life. And what was even more shocking, this was the big shocker, was that I realized that that pattern that I was playing out, aka me doing things to be seen, getting validation, messing up, being scolded, running back, trying to, you know, get the the validation from the other person, was exactly that pattern that was playing out when I was a child with my mother. I thought, as a little kid, I thought, If I controlled the way I was doing things just to be a quote-unquote good girl, to make good grades, then and, and to make sure that I was seen and not heard, to do the things that I was told to, then I won't rock the boat, then I won't make somebody mad at me, then I won't get hurt, and then I can stay safe. I can stay safe. I can stay safe. And it was so shocking to see that even as an adult, this pattern was playing out in front of me right before my eyes. It was insane. And it was happening within a intimate relationship. And I cried so hard when I saw this or realized this. I acknowledged again that the other person has a ton of responsibility as well, especially when you're in a relationship dynamic of sorts with someone who's a narcissist because it can be more challenging But again, this episode is not about the other person. It's about us and taking ownership of our actions, beliefs, and mindset. I truly believe that people can only love to the ability that they love themselves. And when you are with someone who has little to no self-love, it's pretty wild how it can be mirrored back to you. And needless to say, once I saw that playing out, I couldn't ignore that anymore. And I realized that I definitely needed some more love and self-compassion for myself. And so that's what I did. I decided to draw some boundaries for my own welfare and distance myself from that person so I could focus on me. And that's why identity level is so important. Working on the identity level is so important. And that's why I work with my clients one-on-one. We focus heavily on identity shifting because I truly believe it all starts with you. Okay, now I want to shift a little bit and talk to you about my dating life, my self-love and manifestations. We were already talking about the established relationships and what, um, you know, what about the ones that you're actually trying to create? So this is where things get a little bit more juicy in regards to manifesting. And I'm actually kind of excited to share this with you. So let's see where to start. Um, So at the beginning of 2023, I made the decision that I wanted to put myself back out there in the dating and love scene. And it had been, at that time, it had been like a good year and a half of me being single and really like focusing on healing and pouring a lot of like self-love, healing and feminine empowerment into myself. And so I decided at the beginning of the year, I was like, why not? I want to call in someone who will be the best blend of dating, friendship, romance, and essentially someone I can have to be a play partner. And I'm not talking about (laughs) just in bed. I'm talking about life, like uh, being a play partner in life. And so I'm a firm believer in creating my reality and manifesting. And so I decided I wanted to be very intentional about who I was calling into my life and what I wanted to experience. 
So I want you to take note of some of the words that I use because I'm talking about intention. I'm talking about what I want to experience and I'll talk about that a little bit more. And so what I did was I sat down and I wrote a list of qualities of what I wanted in a man. And one of the top things that I was desiring in somebody was that I wanted him to be kind and gentle. And so I ended up listing some other personality traits out for myself. And then most importantly, what I wanted to experience. And I'll get into that in a moment. Since in human design, I am a non-specific manifester. I am more drawn to the feelings and the essence of something versus the like actual details of it. So when you're like a specific manifester, you should spe- like write down spe- specificity of like what that is, not necessarily like the feeling. And so someone like me who is a non-specific, I'm all about like the essence or the feeling of something. And so what I did after I created my list, because I'm a non-specific manifester, is I created a mood board which showed pictures of things that I wanted to experience or feel. Things like roses or chocolates, white linen, yummy dinners, laughter, sensuality, like all the things. Things that would anchor in the feelings that I wanted to experience. All fun things. So I was going through what I consider the steps to manifestation when you get really rooted in your vision you have energy and you have intention and so i created a visual around what i desired and i come from the place i came from the place of co-creation and my energy was ready to receive and so that is what i believe kind of the steps are within manifestations is creating a vision having good energy and having good intentions around it receive I did I got up on dating apps on Valentine's Day because I want to do something fun to kind of represent you know the day of love and within two weeks I had already gone out on several dates with an amazing guy that I really really liked it blew me away okay this is a crazy thing and it's not crazy actually it's magic because I believe that manifestation is magic it blew me away that he was everything that I had asked for So it reinforced to me how powerful manifestation is. When we believe it, we believe we are worthy to receive it. And so I did. And I, like I said, it was in two weeks. And here's the interesting thing is as I was getting to know this person that I manifested, right? So I manifested this amazing person. As I was getting to know this person, I saw how much I was trying to control the outcome of things. AKA, I was self-sabotaging. I jumped back into that character, jumped back into that identity of the person that I was talking about earlier. This goes back to what I was like specifically speaking about, the identity of a woman who people pleases, tries to get validation, all the while trying to control her outcome so she can avoid getting hurt. And honestly, how it came up in the dating scene was if he didn't text me back, I latched on to certain words that he was saying to me. It came up when I was alone and I was pining after him. I saw how like anxious I was and it was really interesting how I was putting a lot of pressure on the whole thing because I was so anxious about the end result. What, you know, whatever that was, you know, what are we, are we going on to the next level, et cetera, et cetera, all the things. 
And what I didn't really realize was that I was putting a lot of pressure on the whole thing, not to mention the person of himself, without even saying anything. That was just energy that I was creating within that dynamic. And so outside of a relationship, I want to relate this to manifestation here. Very simply put, the more we put pressure on the outcome, the more it actually repels from us. Let me put this another way. So basically, what we focus on expands. And when we focus on what we're lacking, we will find more reason to find lack, right? So the more we focus on lack, the more that lack expands. And for instance, I was focusing on things like, oh my God, he's not texting me back like he doesn't want me or, oh my gosh, like, um, why can't we, why can't we move on to the next level already? I got fixated on like the person. It was just all a mess, right? And so what I wasn't doing was that I was fixating on what I didn't have versus what I actually did have. I wasn't appreciating what I already had with this guy, which was an amazing connection. And so this energy that I was like pretty much coming from, the neediness and the clinginess and the seeking validation, it felt like it was just overwhelming. And so you can guess what occurred. You can just guess what occurred. It repelled him and made him run away. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. And so the exact thing occurs during the manifestation process. So I want to, again, relate this outside of a relationship. The same exact thing occurs during a manifestation process is when we sit there and fixate on something, we just focus on the void. We focus on what we don't have. And then we end up vibrationally showing up to the universe in this lack, L-A-C-K, lack state. And that we're conveying to the universe, we're good with not having it. Pretty wild, right? So needless to say, when I realized that I, when I realized this, when I realized that I was coming from all this like lack energy and going back to the, the relate or the identity of the woman that thought that I needed to be all that again, I started stripping back the layers again. I saw how I was acting out the old role and remembered that one characteristic or not one characteristic, that character had gotten me to the point where I am right now, obviously wasn't working for me anymore because I was repelling that which I really, really wanted. I was repelling what I really wanted, which wasn't necessarily the guy himself. It was more the experience that I wanted to feel. Again, it wasn't about the other person. I keep mentioning this it's not about the other person I realized I wasn't taking ownership for my actions and how I was showing up in that relationship dynamic and also I realized as well because I believe we're co-creators of a reality that I could actually create intimacy even without him and I could do that with myself and I could do that with my friends so while I was going through my little breakup not break up with him, I'm saying break up with myself, that identity, I decided I would reach out to my friends and spend more quality time with them. And you know what? I got closer to some of my friends that I've never gotten before. And it dawned on me, I realized that again, it was not about the other person. It wasn't about the guy. It wasn't about like the other person. It was never about that. It was about what I was willing to create 
and manifest in my life. And guess what? It felt really, really good to do that. Once I turned outwards from me, I created a lot of love and that is is exactly what I wanted to feel in the first place. And I want to relay this back to manifestation again. That is how manifestation works. When we make our declarations and we come from a place of knowing it's possible and we are worth it and we take our foot off that goddamn gas pedal because we can be in controller and be like, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. We can enjoy the ride and we can enjoy what is to come when we let go of that controller. And that is what I have been doing. And funny how once I started to do that, once I started to let go and let go of control, what I was repelling came back to me in other forms. Dates with other men, intimacy, love, money, like all the things that I wanted and wanted to experience. All things are possible when we believe in the power of our own power. And we have that. Isn't that amazing? Pretty profound stuff. Really profound stuff. And I love how I have uniquely related love and relationships and manifestation. See that correlation? How was that? Was this episode helpful? I find that it was a very new, fresh way to kind of think about self-love, mindset, and manifestations within relationship dynamics. And it's all about activating that abundance within because, again, we have the power. We are the co-creators of a reality. We have the responsibility, right? And we get to trust the universe. And if you find yourself in a similar place that I've been, like all the things that I mentioned, all the identities, all the things that I've been through, I totally understand. I'm here for you and want to support you in activating your abundance potential because you have it. You have it. If this is something that you desire more of to activate that abundance, come work with me. I have a beautiful offer called Abundance Activation where you get to work with me one-on-one for six weeks to help you open up yourself to the desires and magnetically attract them into your reality. If this is something that you're interested in, please send me an email at info at saritawellness.com or send me a DM on any of the platforms, Instagram, TikTok, even Facebook if you're on there. Uh, My handles on everything is at saritawellness. I am so excited that I shared this finally with you the experience of manifestations and the experience of mindset self-love within relationships if you found this uh episode helpful please please as usual share it with somebody there are lots of nuggets of wisdom i really hope it was helpful and by all means send me you know send me your responses send me like your your thoughts and if you're feeling courageous i would love to get a review from you on the platform I believe it's Apple Podcast that usually has the reviews. If you can do that, that would be amazing. I would love that. And when you do, I will send you a uh, 23 self-love affirmations audio that you can download and listen to every single day. Love you so much. I cannot wait for you to be in the next episode. I have a beautiful guest on my Self Embrace series. I'm so excited for that. There are, gosh, I think around 12 episodes left of this year, if not less. Super excited to bring those to you. 
Love you so much. Have a great rest of your day and see you next time. And as always, keep being the amazing you that you are. Hey love, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you adored what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to leave a review on the platform you are listening to this episode on. By doing this, you are helping my mission to impact other women with their healing journeys. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure to connect with me at Sarita Wellness to get your weekly dose of inspiration. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, keep being the amazing you that you are.